Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some Forex. Hello, and welcome to the live recording of Unpacking Brisbane from Petri Terrace. Right now, Henry and I aren't actually live. We're in my room introducing the live show. Yes, so this was on Tuesday. Uh, safe to say, absolutely just one of the funnest nights I've had. So much fun. It Such was, a blast. I the, hope other people had fun because yeah. I was losing it myself. It was so much fun. And um, thank you so much to everyone who came to Fritzenberger. Um, the Good Chat Comedy Fest, still going. Uh, till Saturday night so if you're keen to pop in and catch any of the action I think there's limited tickets for some of the shows um, so go and check out our mates up there but yeah we had an awesome time on Tuesday crowd were uh, incredibly generous with their laughter they were an incredibly generous crowd but no with the recording no microphone was trained on the crowd so if it ever sounds like they're not laughing just trust us they Pro- probably were they were they were they were laughing and if you can't hear laughter they're kissing yeah. there was <laughs> such a hot energy in the room the, some of them were crawling towards the stage to oh. the cafe it was everyone a pretty did, weird show, but I liked just it. Start fucking, <laughs> everyone just started fucking the middle podcast. All right, uh, so this is our episode for this week. It's the Unpack of Petrie Terrace. We'll be back next week. And um, until then, enjoy this one from live at Fritzenberger. Shirt about three weeks ago after I watched The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. And you were the only one. I was the only one. Yeah, no one else saw it. I think it says a lot about me that I got the Scotty Pippen t-shirt. I didn't make myself Michael. So who's Michael, buddy? So who's well? We know who the Michael is. Who saw Loser? Yeah. Henry Stander. It's fantastic. But you know, kind. Scotty and Michael always played together in the Bulls. But Michael did his own in the Bulls one. In the Bulls, yeah, yeah. the Chicago Bulls. That's how they find. Oh, the Bulls. Oh, the Bulls. So yeah, said in the Bulls. Oh, no, like, no, no, yeah, that's no. how basketball terminology <laughs> works. But I was going to say, Henry, you know, Michael's big thing he did alone. Yeah, yeah, Space yeah. Space Jam. So loser is your Space Jam. Loser is Space Jam. Well yeah, done. fantastic. And I was just as animated. Yeah, um, all right. Uh, so, guys, for many people, uh, this might actually be the first time you've seen us in person. Um, How so lucky are you? <laughs> there are, we're a lot better looking in real life, yeah. I gotta say. Well, like this is. I mean, just a quick story before we get into it. But like, so this has happened before. Where, long story short, I basically went on a date. Awesome. That was. Um, <laughs> thanks, bro. Gotcha. Cheers, Scotty. Cheers for the... <laughs> no worries. What? Cheers for the assist, mate. <laughs> Dribble. Um, we watch heaps of ball. Um, but I... Yeah, so go on this date and like we met through the Instagram directs of the Instagram page. So then we, I get in the car and we like go to New Farm Park because remember when that was the only date you could go on and we're like driving there and she's like, oh, so you're the one who like brings it in from the titles. I was like, nah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you were the one with, you're the deeper voice, the one who says this and this and that your favourite number was 64 and you're the one. And I was like, and it became readily apparent that she thought she was going on a date with Joe. Uh, <laughs> At which point I conveniently walked past New Farm Park and I said, hello, welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. My favourite number is 64. <laughs> uh, worked out reasonably well for you. Yeah, we still fucked up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Glad I could be with you, sis, mate. Speaking of fucking in relation to us, both of our parents are here on one table. Yeah, where are they? Give it up for the parents of Unpacking Brisbane. 
And we, we, we started this show in the basement of my parents' house and they loved, you know, 11.30 on a Tuesday night mm. hearing Andrew Lofthouse is a cunt lofting <laughs> up through the deck. Mm, 100%. Very exciting. No, it's very, very nice to have you all here and, and they give, uh, as I'm sure you do with every episode, positive feedback, no exceptions. Uh, so thanks for coming. Um, yeah, so guys, we're going to jump into it pretty soon. Uh, a pleasure to be here at Fritzenburger, uh, home of Brisbane's wettest burger. Um, yeah. I gotta say, Henry, you used to work for Uber Eats. We love their delicious Tory. <laughs> you, you told me that Fritzenberger apparently makes millions every year on Uber Eats. I do. Something, something insane. Number one. And it's insane because so much of their budget has to go on the vat of water that they dunk every <laughs> burger into. I ordered a burger without sauce the other day because I was so scared of this and it was somehow wetter. It was like an act of revenge. It's the only deal with a burger where they throw in a mop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Comedy tip number one, roast the venue that yeah, lets you yeah. come here. I can see in the eyes that we're never coming back. <laughs> oh, but we love Fritzenberger. We love to be here. I'm oh, just looking at housekeeping, whether we had anyone. Oh, yeah, Jack's here. Dude, Jack's uh, here, our <laughs> housemate. For those of you who listen along, uh, we brought the third member of the Caxton Street Studios along. And Jack's... Jack's great. He, uh, he tried to say something there and he forgot that they paid to see us and not him. <laughs> but it was a good try, bud. Uh, you paid for a ticket, didn't you? No, hey, uh, make sure you fucking pay, sucker. Being a ha- being living in the studio does not allow you to privileges, mate. You know, do you know who else had housemates? Drake. He's, there's no fr- right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what my co-host is trying to say is, well, Jack. I mean, obviously, you know, you live with us, and and even a lot of our friends here here are sort of talking all the time and this dynamic and you know, if you're ever tempted to you know sing out or join in, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Because they pay to see us and not you. So if you've got a lippy little comment or an addition to an anecdote, keep it to yourself, okay? We did Wonderful. not pay $15 to see you talk for a while. No. All right, so we're, we're, gonna do, what we doing? Pet- we're doing Petri Terrace. We're doing Petri Terrace. We're, uh, so, you know, I assume everyone's here because they've seen the show, but if you haven't, we unpack a suburb of Brisbane, and tonight we're unpacking the suburb we're in, Petri Terrace. Mm, which we've uh, recently moved to, uh, the Caxton Street Studios. So, uh, yeah, going to dive into that. And as we like to do, our first segment uh, that we'll get into is Wikipedia Wig Out. Hit it. Wikipedia, we're we, we, we down. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so we actually, um, you know, people think we sort of improvise a lot of this show. We print out the Wikipedia page and make jokes. <laughs> like, joke here and make this funny. These are key <laughs> reminders. Now, oh, we should start. I, I intentionally did not look at the population once no. again. Um, so I haven't looked at it, I promise. So, um, But the population is quite important due to a fact I found out towards the end of the Wikipedia page. So, Henry... Little tradition. Guess yep. the population of Petrie Terrace. I mean, it's like it's just one road in, in essence, isn't yeah. it? And there's not a whole lot of... Re- like, is it even a thousand? I mean, it's, I mean, I can't tell you. It's your guess. So true, bro. So dead I'm on, the worst on person in this room to ask. Uh, a fa- 1,050. Like 1,000... Very close. Very close. It's 1,124. Henry oh. Brads. Good guess. Good guess. I, we uh, promise it's real. Well done. But gee, that's really not... A, I feel like we, we did the maths. We crunched the numbers. By all of you being here tonight, you've added 5% to Petri Terrace's population. Yeah, 100%. That's like getting like 4 billion people in Tokyo or something. I don't know. It's exactly it's like that. It's a very dense city, apparently. And our audience is as racially diverse. Yeah. Um, but well, uh, white we, people love Brisbane. Petri Terrace, just Jeez. like initial thoughts on it, we love it because it's got the word terrace in it. So we yeah. were like, <laughs> we're well on board. Yeah, we were like, great. it's like school. Yeah. 
Andrew yeah. Petrie. Andrew Petrie. So key part of Petrie Terrace, everyone, is that it's named after him. We're always obsessed with the etymology. And usually it's interesting, but tonight it's just named after Andrew Petrie. So we looked into him. And just quickly, Henry, mm. we have a bloke in the audience called Ned Petrie. Ned, are you any relation? Uh, zero relation. Oh. That's... N- that oh, can't be the truth. I've well, never so met I another mean, person with the I truly don't know another Petri. Petri lives in Brisbane. Did you invent the Petri dish like your great-grandfather or... Did you? Good chat. Um, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> audience participation done. That's Good. Uh, fine. You've had your... So, Ned blew it for all of you. <laughs> Jack Thanks. and Ned have blown it. Yeah, really. The rest of you, the other 38 of you are pretty good so far, but that'll change. Andrew Petrie, I don't know if you guys can see this. He, like, he's got a big... Oh, wa- he looks like a racist Santa. He's got a big white beard and a cane sitting in his chair, Andrew Petrie. So I feel lo- like we, we, on the show a couple of weeks ago, looked at... um What was his name? Someone Jolly. William, William Jolly. William Jolly. And he had this obnoxious robe and this enormous beard and these decadent jewellery. He looks like a rapper in the 90s mm. and I expect every Brisbane founder to look like that but no racist Santa Claus racist so Santa so take his life seriously is written on mine now there's not a whole, so he basically like built heaps of Brisbane and shit yeah um, but the interesting part and shit in 1848 he lost his eyesight because of inefficient surgery after an attack of a sandy blight I love the, I love the description inefficient surgery inefficient. it's such a like insincere term like mm. Man, we're so sorry, but um, we lost your son due to the heart surgery. Just so inefficient. Um, yeah. We just did so, Well, the doctors, you know, obviously public health has some really tough budgets. And nah, yeah, the surgery took 14 minutes longer. Oh, so it was inefficient, but he's okay. No, he's, um, he's, oh, lost he's both dead. legs. Yeah. It was a routine ear canal surgery. I kept going uh, on face. He's a stump. <laughs> yeah. The doctor's like, I kept going on Facebook. <laughs> Very inefficient. But yeah, so Andrew Petrie was blind, Henry. Yeah, blind. And despite this condition, he was still able to design ferry landings, floating public baths. I was in your float in them, the bath went flat. And a bri- and a bridge over Breakfast Creek. Now, I've got to say, mate, yeah, it's man. not the first time a bloody uh, bridge over Brecky Creek blind. Ah, oh, oh, I is. love a beer. I don't hate there a beer. <laughs> Andrew Petrie, bloody blind Brecky Creek man every Saturday, mate. That's your dad, Fantastic. Ned, that he's joking about, <laughs> mate. Yeah, you're all right with this? I met dad's, uh, Ned's dad, and he was a crusty old character. And um, <laughs> crusty. See, the wildebeest from Lion King decided to visit in the corner. <laughs> Such was his courage that he still kept control over his business. What? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. nothing Those convenience store guys, courageous. Yeah, yeah. The plot line of Inception is a lack of courage from the dad. (laughs) Break up your father's company. But he's got a Victoria Cross. (laughs) (laughs) When plans were explained to him, he ordered the necessary quantities of material and was even able to check the performance of his building workers and he used his cane if he was not satisfied. God, he sounds like the biggest dickhead to work with. <laughs> here's one for you. Heaps of people alive in the 1800s weren't that nice. No, we're, we're learning through this podcast. And here's one for you. He's blind and not mute. So yeah. the words would have been fine, but clearly he's like, oh, that's one too many bricks. Yep. <laughs> I'm Andrew Petrie. What are you going to say? I built Brisbane. <laughs> um, all right. So there, Speaking uh, of oh, this is still Brisbane. about him. Sorry. Um, We've got th- lots about him. Namesake of Petrie Terrace. This is actually nice. Um, oh. Their house was one of the social centres of Brisbane um, and readily offered accommodation to squatters coming from the outback, especially in the days before Brisbane had few inns. So people who didn't wow. have a house, he'd like, let them in. So he'd literally come in before there were pubs in Brisbane, before there was anything in Brisbane, come on into Andrew Petrie's house. Is he Brisbane's authentically best bloke? Yes. Yeah, Easy we to have say. About, well, well, we have an audience, yes. Yes. Because yeah. we were talking about, in, in, you know. Ned's you know, clapping so yeah. much. It's like he's the Come best on, bloke Ned. ever, and it's genetic. 
<laughs> well, we were talking about Henry about it at the Caxton Street Studios, setting up a sort of um, brekkie program for the skaters who go past our mm, house. We were not because they come from troubled youth. We just want to meet the next Tony Hawk. Yeah, um, and that would sort of put us in the running of the best bloke. Having lived here for like a few weeks now, it's fucked how truly many skateboarders there are around at all yeah. hours of the day. In that, in that, what Caitlin's guffawing is this? Yeah, Caitlin. Our friend Caitlin's uh, recently moved into the area as well, and she sent a message going, guys, I just want to say, is anyone noticing a lot more skateboarders in Brisbane lately? And we're like, yeah, you live next to the biggest skate park. Mm. And she's going to take it up, so keep, her, yeah, so keep your eyes very peeled. Cool. Petrie Terrace. Yeah. Uh, the Baruna Hall, known as the Caxton Street Hall and formerly the United Brothers Lodge, blah, 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 blah. The hall was constructed between 1883 and 1884 by the United Brothers Lodge Manchester, Uni- Manchester <laughs> Unity Independent Order of Oddfellows. Oh, well. They left the punchline to the end of that <laughs> epic tongue twister. How does one get in the order of Oddfellows? The Oddfellows. Uh, is your mate coming tonight? Yeah, guys, but just fair warning, he's, um, he's an Oddfellow. He, he, send, you... he sends social messages on LinkedIn. Yeah, he shares people's DPs. <laughs> he wears a polo, but he does the buttons all up. Yeah. Oddfellow. <laughs> and tucks it in as well. He has three backpacks for whatever reason. <laughs> but he wears them all at once, one on yeah. the front. How much have you got to carry? He you says, I'm pregnant with books. <laughs> uh, so that's how Oddfellows done. <laughs> Uh, Ned, I'm sure your granddad was also an odd fellow or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you after the show for history. The Hotel LA, Henry. Just over there. Iconic. Right across Give it up the for them. <laughs> Lord Alfred. What Formerly the, ho- the Lord Alfred. But now, but now it's the Hotel Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, it's on Caxton Street. The hotel is a famous Brisbane pub with a rich, colourful history, I bet. It's since 1870 when it was established... Turning over our prepared documents. Conveniently positioned opposite the oh. old Victoria barracks... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, so they built the Hotel LA in this spot in order to attract military personnel. Uh, it caters as a bar for the younger set. Okay. It's a weird phrase. feels like they're, they're trying to say something without saying something by the... Oh, the younger set attend there. I think it was a bit of a the village people vibe, I imagine, in that... Uh, oh, you reckon? A bit of in the Navy. A bit of in the Navy. A bit of YMCA. Young man. That's the young... Well, you know, the lyric, young set. (laughs) (laughs) And then young set. Well, the other thing, Henry, that I find weird is like, this was established long after the Caxton Hotel was established, but Mm. it was to attract military personnel. Now, we entrust the army to protect our borders... You know, protect our <laughs> land and whatever. That's my... T- I'm, I'm what do you think the army does? Yeah, I'm weirdly pro-army. <laughs> when Darwin was bombed, Hugh Jackman made a great movie yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> but apparently the army is so fucking lazy, they can't walk down the street to the Caxton Hotel. Yeah, yeah. You've got to go across the road. <laughs> well, none of them have legs, mate. No. <laughs> Simpson and his donkey are like, fucking Caxton Hotel, <laughs> it's a hill and then it's a hill and it's a hill. Very lazy the donkey's donkey. like, I'm going to hang out with my... New friend Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> great, great that you weren't tempted to do the impression, Henry. Hell that's no. Eddie Murphy, and we live in this climate. And he's on after us, so we don't want to yeah. show him up. <laughs> yeah, we're um, the Eddie Murphy stoops to this. In 2007 to 2008, jump in time. The former Petrie Terrace Police Depot was converted to a retail precinct called The Barracks, which contained cinemas, restaurants, shops and offices with underground car parking. The heritage buildings have been incorporated in the development... I hope you're as excited as I am. <laughs> wow! Oh, no, it's, uh, wow. <laughs> it's hailing? Nope, underground car parking, son. 
The barracks has a walkway connection through to the Roma Street railway station. What are your thoughts on... Also, no, it fucking doesn't. You get to I've the other side of the barracks that. and it's a charitable 400 metres to Roma Street. Yeah, it's right, a walkway no if you're a bus. It's a busway connection. Because those stairs... From like <laughs> from the barracks, oh, no. I don't drop need them. Sure you drop your book. We're going man. off book. Um, the, the kick me sign on your back encourage that. Thank you. Uh, the the stairs from the barracks down to Roma Street is where like some of my best memories of being eighteen nineteen happened. Because there was such as just like walking on audience. <laughs> um, no, because like that was always the transition moment. It was like the gateway from one part of the night to the next. Where like if you're having a big night on Caxton, and then you're like, let's go to Fridays. And other bars walk? I went to for the first three years of my adult life. Did you walk to Fridays? Hell yeah. You're kidding. Yeah, because my Uber account wasn't connected to my parents for oh, yeah, three right. years <laughs> post being 18. Yeah. Nadine and Pete, take a vow. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. For and co- Uber Eats. And Uber Eats. Thank you for all the time. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for coming tonight because I owe my parents charitably three grand. <laughs> Pete, so, out of interest, uh, what did you... What do you reckon it is? What do you reckon generously he owes you? Because Dad's a good bloke, so when he handed me the three grand figure, I was like, he's put a massive discount on this. <laughs> oh, three, three. Oh, he's being nice for a paying audience. It's like me with the population. We're just throwing numbers around. <laughs> good blokes. But yeah. But so you walked out. But Henry, what do you think of the barracks these days? Barracks is good. Yeah, the cinemas are nice. Um, I think, like, it's obviously... Have a we st- seen anything there? I saw Dallas Buyers Club there, yeah. and I fell asleep. Right. Now, now I got to... Everyone probably thinks that story's fine. But I got to know that Henry also fell asleep when we watched Black Panther. So, so there's the a trans movie here. and the black movie. You were, you were like, really awake during The Expendables 2. <laughs> you love that shit. When Birth of a Nation played at Belimba, I was yeah. like, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, The Gentleman by Guy Ritchie. That's right up your alley. <laughs> no, it was just late. But, um, and I ate the, the choc tops. Now, um, Henry, last bit of the Wikipedia patch? Yeah. Because there's um, Henry and I aren't known for our mathematical skill, mm. um, nor our racial sensitivity, but we combined them <laughs> to make this observation, which is on the demographics of Petri Terrace. This is actually awesome. Now, Petri <laughs> Don't Ter- go to the toilet. Yeah. Now, in Petri Terrace, 60.9% of people were born in Australia. It's close to the sex number, but not really. <laughs> but the most, common, the most common countries of birth were New Zealand, England, Ireland, Scotland. Great. Great percentages. And Italy, with 0.6% of the Petri Terrace population. Now, we crunch the numbers. There's six Italians in Petri Terrace. (laughs) Statistically... So what I want you to do now is look to your left (laughs) and look to your right. Chances are one of you is Italian. And if neither of them were, then you are Italian. (laughs) And if you are Italian here tonight and you're tempted to... Chris is here, marketing manager. Chris is here, Italian. Italian. Chris hey, is Chris Italian. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, Christopher. Hey, mamma mia. Oh. <laughs> hey, oh, so much corona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Lombardi. Uh, uh, oh, I was, there's also a pizza restaurant on this street. Well, yeah, it's the very clever title where I'm sure all the Italian, Like, six Maybe Italians. six people needed to run a... I don't know how many people are needed to run the genius culinary wisdom of slice, slice, baby. All right, stop. Make some pizzas and listen. Ice is back with some brand new pizza. Or that baseline Henry stolen. Under pizza. 
coming down on me, putting <laughs> sauce on cheese. I love pizza. <laughs> on the pizza. That'll do. <laughs> They'll never believe we don't prepare this. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's that's Wikipedia. Who's Italian? Who's Italian? Come Apart on. from Chris, does anyone live here and is Italian? Like Kale? Oh yeah, Donna Denley is an Italian name. Oh, yeah, I said good. that right. Well, there's about we we crunch there's about like forty four kiwis in here, so bloody well fish and chops led. But um, <laughs> outside of that, I'm. Do you know five other Italians, Kyle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you and you and me both, mate. Yeah, I know one. Well, that's fair. All right. Well, we might. Uh, well, that's Wikipedia. That's all Wikipedia. Well, yeah. There we go. That's it. Go to our our next bit, and we'll just uh, go to the next slide. <laughs> Our marketing manager. Oh, there's the Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, we get slide. Is, yeah. We did that today, Chris. Ah. Ah. So. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Italians known for their work ethic, or uh, thought Italians were good at fucking art. Don't see. Don't see. Oh, 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 back. <laughs> well, that that's later. Well, that comes. <laughs> hey, and then we're back to the start. Chris, we'll talk about this. Well, offline. this is a betrayal. Don't, please mute your microphone, and we'll talk please. about this offline. Uh, so let's now. Talk- Contemporary. Can we go forward two? Sorry, Nat, if that's mm. all right. So we'll go next so slide. Next slide. And no, that's fine. This is so the beginning go, again. So go back three. Oh, if we go back three. Yeah. So year three was fun and then, for then, all of us. Now one no, more forward. forward one. That one. Good. Yeah. It's Get great. Up for Nat. Give it up. Double beer. Fun. Yeah. It's great to have the intelligentsia operating the Thank decks. You. So, um,. Contemporary Petri Terrace. Now, do you yeah. want to kick us off with the obvious one? We have to talk about Caxton Hotel. Caxton Hotel. It's our local now. It's across the road. But I was there having a very cute beer with my mother the other day. Um, and the waitress... Did you pay? Did that come off the debt? Or the... Uh, no, she paid, actually. <laughs> but no, no, no. She paid. And then when I was like... He now owes you $2,982. I was like, Mum, I want another beer. She's like, well... Uh, you know, table service is over. You can order at the bar now, so feel free to take advantage of that. That's uh, all I need to know. But the Caxton Hotel, and this yep. waitress came over and was chatting with us uh, about, you know, restrictions changing as they do. And she said something that stuck with me, which is, yeah, it's been crazy. Heaps of people have been trying to call up and book a pokey. <laughs> because gambling's back last weekend. So they've been calling the Caxton Hotel and yep. trying to reserve like specific pokies. Like, I want a dragon mission or whatever. Uh, yeah, called. I want like lightning ball. <laughs> yeah. We don't gamble a lot, as you can probably tell. Imagine being so like, except or- I'm not imagine being organised with your addiction. Like, hello. Uh, like, yeah. I imagine the same blokes like, uh, hello, BWS. I would like to uh, order a brown paper bag um, and your strongest gin for later in the day. <laughs> um, and please point me towards your closest park with uh, ladies in it. Yeah, well, I'll be a. Well, I feel like. You know how creeps talk? Yeah. It's a great impression of an alcoholic, Henry. I do feel like, though, you do see that with drugs where people are like, well, I'm a drug addict. I'll get this organised about two weeks in advance. Oh, drug addicts are nothing if not efficient. No, they're incredibly efficient. I feel like if the only thing you think about is heroin, you're probably pretty good at thinking about heroin. We hear, the, we hear so many of the cons of being a heroin addict. Yeah. Pros, easy transition into a career in nursing. Yeah. Uh, you and. <laughs> They're essential workers, guys. You could have clapped. Come on, guys. Round of applause for essential workers. Where would we be now without hey, Cole's who, delivery? Let's hear it. And who among you could find a vein? Come on. <laughs> we found the vein of a suburb and we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I did find that really interesting as well because just like, you know, surely the pokies have been banned for, you know, two months. That's enough to break an addiction. No. But no, the addiction is at such a point where they're like, well, the ban's over. Time to book a table. Also, Henry, have you ever seen the pokies full? No. 
No, it's bizarre. Moving on. Moving um, on. I... <laughs> I was at the Caxton Hotel once and it was after... Once? One time. Well, this was a particular time. It was after the Gents Ball. And I only tell this because it was like a particularly brutal experience. Um, There was a girl who I was like very, very into. um, And no correspondor. And so we're like like in the smokers area after this ball. And I was like, oh, you know, this is like going well. I'm like trying to talk to her and stuff. And then her friend standing next to her turns, pokes me in the chest and goes... No one wants you here. <laughs> and then What's I went mean? home. Well. <laughs> and There's she's here tonight. To <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my fucking life! <laughs> Take a bow. <laughs> Henry, there's, there's so much to say there. One thing I want to say is poking of the chest is so aggressive. I don't care how small. Well, I thought she was going in for a kiss and then it was like boink. How do people go in for a kiss with you? They're like, you, I want to kiss you. Uh, bah, I gotcha, Happens mate. all the time. They, they think it's you, so that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New right, New Farm Park, the funny one. Um, <laughs> Got him. You've, you've Short and curlies. The, the, I do like in the Caxton Hotel, like, that they've just leaned in fully to the memorabilia aspect of just, like, the eight in a row on the wall, like, the Maroons jerseys. Well, lined I, up I, I was saying to a friend the other day when we were there, and she's not a big fan of rugby league, but I am, and I was just sort of looking in awe at these Maroons jerseys, and I go, look, tell me, you know, and be completely honest with, we, with me here, because uh, <laughs> I have a stutter. Be honest <laughs> with we. <laughs> it comes be out of you, mate. Don't lie to it. Look, be honest with me. Your Nintendo deserves to know the truth. Be honest with my me, who bobs around and does that weird <laughs> shit. Gets knocked out by Muhammad Ali in Wii Boxing. There's like an advertising campaign. They're like, we hear a lot of people have been lying to their Nintendo Wiis. Stop it! So my story is really boring in comparison. <laughs> I, actually, I looked up to the Maroons jersey and I was like, okay, be honest, which is your favourite Maroons team of the eight in a row dynasty? And I got the blankest look I've ever fucking seen and the whispered words, the one with Don Bradman. <laughs> um, and that was probably enough for me to really give up on rugby league chat outside of safe quarters. But it is a safe quarter at the Caxton Hotel. I love the decor. Don and Bradman the- would have been a good, I imagine, a, one of those sportsmen who's good at everything. He's probably good at everything. Absolutely. And my friend Angus is really good at rugby and cricket yeah. and golf. True. And like how you're good at stand-up and podcasts. Hey, there and you looking go. good while you're doing it. And sex. Let's hear sex. it. And sex. One last, one last, and sex. Don Bradman would have been a good league player because he was terrible to his wife. True. Anyway, um, mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> strap in. Come on, um, the Broncos are strapped. But one last thing to say with Caxton, because it's so please. authentic, is uh, on Sunday night, I went to this uh, up in Paddington in Latrobe. On a date. It was on a date. Oh, fuck off. I went on a date to this uh, with this vegan woman, and it was... <laughs> she has a name and everything, but... um. So we go to this, we're wandering it's around. steak, she hates it. <laughs> She's trying to change it legally. So we're wandering around and we find this plant-based bar and eatery called Yavanna. And I've got to say, it was actually great. Like, I've got nothing critical. You had fake chicken, didn't you? I had fake, well, but they, because everything's plant-based, the whole menu is phrased as if it were meat, which absolutely stumped my date, who walks in, looks at the menu and goes, well, we can't go here. And I was like, why? And she says, it's a chicken schnitzel. And, and then I asked, fake the, well, and, and it's all fake. It's built in, you presume it. Anyway, what's fake chicken like? Uh, it's divine. It's it's really I don't have a joke. It tells about you it's, it's coming to your party and then it doesn't <laughs> show up. <laughs> right, chicken was. Oh, so nice, oh, the chicken's nice to my face, and then suddenly I see I'm not in the group chat. Well, it's weird that I brought chicken into the group, but now she's going oh, to get cocktails with the other girls. She's just so fake. Yeah. 
Anyway, you guys so it. cut a long story short, uh, our waitress was super cool, but the kind of waitress you'd expect to work at a vegan plant-based bar and eatery. Uh, and I was like vibing. Oh, yeah. So she basically at the start, I'm like, what beers do you have on tap? And she's like, well, we have a Newstead Pale Ale or we have a Divine Goddess Amber Ale, which is made by the first female-owned craft brewery in all of Australia. And my hands have never been more fucking tied. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on a date with a gorgeous woman who left Palestine key rings at my house and is a vegan. I can't go all of a sudden, fuck it, I'll have the fellas beer, thanks. <laughs> By the way, we're splitting the bill. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the vibe. I get this gorgeous amber ale and then at the end we go to pay and this woman goes, um, oh, like, thanks so much for coming, guys. Where are you going after this? And I was like, oh, the Caxton. And the look of disgust and horror on this poor woman's face. And she's trying to sum it up. And all she can find this way, all she can find the words to say is, well, that's going to be really different. Uh, <laughs> but I was meeting yeah, Henry Yeah, I don't have to eat fucking dirt. No, I could get there and eat a bowl of chips and a beer. So that's mm. the Caxton Hotel for me. It's a beautiful landmark. What else have we got, Henry? Uh, what else is in Petrie Terrace? Oh, something that, like, I mean, it's hidden around the corner a bit, so we don't see it as much. But um, full of the, like, back. Packers hostels, isn't it? You know, like you guys know, like up there. Come on, let's go. No, because you got like me, brothers. With you got me. the flaming galah and like yeah. the banana banana backpackers. backpackers. Now I've been backpacking in Europe. Brisbane has to have the dumbest names for them. Yeah, they suck. Like in Prague, it's like the check-in or like Hostel Budapest as mm. opposed to the Flamin' Galah. I like the... Fl- I think the Flamin' Galah is a bit fun. Oh, I hate it. I saw a play... Fucking I saw a play there. Oh, yeah. What'd you say? Um, it was Much Ado About Nothing done like in a pu- pub. Sucked. Um, <laughs> by by <laughs> some of the coolest <laughs> cats in Brisbane, I'm sure. <laughs> Far out. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, there's backpackers galore and Henry. I feel like I never really run into backpackers in Brisbane. And both you and I have been travelling. But ever since... you know, And you love travelling. You meet different people all over the world. You pay a dollar for a beer in Prague and it's fucking great. But <gasps> I never run into backpackers in Brisbane. I well, never seen them. Oh, I don't need guy, a guy we know, like a, a mutual friend. Who'll go nameless because I think because we're about to roast I him. I feel like this story um, reflects really badly. Some other people may disagree. What do you, what do you guys think of this? So he tragic. He by himself goes to backpackers bars in Brisbane. He lives in Brisbane and he goes to the bars to meet people. I think it's fu- I'm like, oh, I'm, fuck Ivan Malat. What the fuck? Like, I, th- I think it's the weirdest shit I've ever heard in Born my life. Born and raised Brisbaneite, went to school here, presumably has friends here, and goes, no, 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 no. I want to see what three German twins do, and I hope it's like Colin Frissel in love, actually. <laughs> so is it three German sets of twins? So yeah. six Germans, or, so are s- they, or are they triplets? No, it's a sevensome. <laughs> I'll stand by my words. It's a sevensome. Scotty Pippen with the botched assist. <laughs> hit a crowd member. Six Germans and me sounds like the worst sitcom ever. Yeah. Or just like a needless The topography of fun. <laughs> um, um, so I think... I hope everyone got the, that. The, oh, mate, the other thing as well is like... You, I mean, I've stayed in hostels. Like Respect. It, thanks, bro. Um, and I like... Cool guy. But that, like... The per- he would be the person in the hostel who's coming up to you and being like, hey, guys, what are you up to? And you're like, dude, I'm like traveling with my friends. And the people who travel solo, who glorify it and fetishize it to such an extent, they're like, I love traveling alone. It's so good for your soul. All I want to do is travel alone. I'm like, then why at the first sign of other friends do you fucking come and sit with us and talk about air hockey? Like, <laughs> it's... So- I'm like, mate, it's like, oh, I just go traveling alone, but I love going to hostels because yeah. I want to meet friends. I'm oh, like, I, I tell mean- you where I met friends, fucking school, like a normal person. <laughs> and then 
you do a podcast with them as you do. But I literally, you're like, yeah, I'm traveling Europe for like two years. It's great. I, you know, took work off, had all this time. And I'm like, I'm trying to play speed with my friend here, which is a two person game. Card game. Can you do it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm not trying to deal speed yeah. here. Why are you coming over? Mm. Oh, you're a cop. Oh, oh, you're a cop. oh, geez. Well, I'll put it away, mate. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I do find it like, yeah, there's something about, you know, I've got a lot of respect for solo traveling, but you've got to be prepared for the trappings of solo travel. I just think if one of which is being travel, fucking solo. Yeah, if, yeah, exactly. If you're going to solo travel, do it. Imagine if a solo traveler bought a ticket to our show. <laughs> yeah, and it was the biggest down from the back. They're like, I heard about the sloppy burgers. <laughs> I, I had to leave with wet stained jeans from a Fritzen burger. <laughs> and then now there's, I'm getting oh, roasted. Uh, what else did we write down? I don't know. Uh, we um, got, oh, another Caxton icon, everyone, a big part of PG mm. Terrace. Uh, the deliciously ironically named, you could snack on the irony, Harry's Fine Foods. Give it up for Harry's Fine Harry's Foods. Harry's Fine Foods. Very funny. Very funny. They're right there. Uh, and they're also nicknamed Dirty Harry's. Is probably how you know them more. And also, technically, their name's changed now, but uh, it's like the same thing to me. What, what is it now? Well, it's now, like a, uh, it's now like an Indian place that also just does burgers and is clearly the same on the inside. So oh, fantastic. To be honest, their kebabs are slightly better. True. I'm fine with it. But I was there on Thursday night. Um, and you don't need to know why, but me and my friend were wearing tuxedos. Um, and I didn't realise in Caxton Street on Thursday night that that would make us uh, fucking target, but it did. I could have told you that. Yeah, well, well, you were uh, what, you were asleep. You were at home or something? I was. You were asleep. Jack was asleep. I had no older people I'm sure in this is interesting for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, when do they go to bed? <laughs> anyway, so we get to Dirty Harry's. I'm there with another mate who's, you know, a bit mouthy. Um, and this guy who's probably about 45, 50 years old in the line turns around, peak private school dad areas, Katmandu vest, grey sweater, rolled up uh, jeans, RM Williams boots, the whole nine yards. But he hits me. I assume he's about to give me lip about the suits. Like, we look fucking ridiculous. No, no, no. He just goes, Henry. He just goes, um, oh, fellas, crazy suits. Which schools did you go to? I just begrudgingly say, oh, Terrace? And my mate says, Marist. And he starts giving him a spray about Marist. And it becomes readily apparent that this guy's son goes to Terrace. And he goes to Caxton Street on a... Ned, keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we got a Marist boy in the audience who's like, bro, I went to that school. Good from you. Cool. Good from you, dish. <laughs> um, but basically, this guy has basically gone to Caxton Street at uh, midnight on a Thursday to be like, yeah, Terrace, that's awesome. Do you know my son's house, Dean? I was like, mate, I've had far too much to drink. So have you for this to be relevant. Then we get into a fight, Henry. Because mm. my mate takes... Fought a dad. He takes umbrage at this criticism of Marist and starts spraying him. And he gives him one of the great lines, and everyone, you can take this and run with this because this wasn't mine. If some sort of dickhead private school dad ever comes up to you and is giving you shit, this line is perfect. My mate just barks across Dirty Harry's. All right, buddy. What fucking hole of commercial real estate did you crawl out of? <laughs> <laughs> And I thought I was about to get king hit for the first time in my life. It was fucked. It's like a hole on a lovely lot that you can actually get for a great price due to COVID. Uh, and if you want to start a small business in here. And then, and, but yeah, I think that's like so emblematic of Brisbane and Petrie Terrace, Henry, because mm. it used to be such a dangerous area. Like Casablanca was on the ground where we now stand and multiple people died there. Now you come here to pay $14 for a sour, the times change. Mm. Well, our pa my parents met at, it was the underground, wasn't it, mum and dad? Mm. Do you think they're... Feel free to... Gee, those hair Clearly the talking gene came from somewhere else. <laughs> Weird night uh. to find out you're adopted. Holy shit. 
<laughs> the chirpy parents. No, but it was the underground, which is where Hale Street. They met at the underground, yeah, which is where yep. at the underground parking at the barracks, you mean, of course. Which uh, that's why they talk about You're that. like, who's the guy following me in my car? It is underground parking, though. That's pretty cool. I better marry cool. him to be safe. <laughs> I just want to know who this guy is. Better marry the fella. But yeah, so that's Dirty Harry's for you where it pops up. Oh, and also, mm. Henry, one last thing. Yep. Favourite comment I've ever heard, because this guy, I was trying to prevent a fight popping off, so I'm standing next to the dad, yeah. and just I'm feeding him banter about my friend. I'm like, he's unemployed, hit him on that. And this dad... Dad decides to own up to me because I'm the guy to do that to. Uh, and he just goes, well, you know, mate, actually, um, the, my, my kid who's in your house at Terrace, blah, 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 uh, is my kid from my second marriage. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. Um, but then my lippy commercial real estate friend uh, clocks this guy, doesn't he? That clocks him from across the bar and he goes, it's fucking midnight on a Thursday. Go home. Your kid's from your third marriage. Miss your son. <laughs> And I've never seen a harder clenched fist outside of that Arthur meme. Is Fergus, is Fergus here tonight? No, is Fergus it? couldn't get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be slanderous if he was. But yeah, so that's Dirty Harry's for you. And now Henry, next, well, very close by to Dirty Harry's. Yeah, and you actually, if you're driving along Caxton Street and you're Dirty Harry's on your left, you have to take a left. Uh, yeah, and on, on the corner, there used to be a place that's not there anymore uh, called Sandy's. Now, Sandy's oh, yeah. couldn't decide what it was for the life of them. They, they had palm trees. You could get a steak and chips for $5 on a Sunday it was just like the weirdest thing but they were like it was it was one of those places where it's like oh it's clear they're not doing well in their first few months so they were like we need a thing here's one karaoke so every they started cafe 63 ever yeah, we yeah. need a thing with car- grass <laughs> we meant karaoke yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've never done karaoke at the cafe 63 not going to the right ones hmm true you done? Oh. I'm done. Great. Um, and so then, Henry's turn. Um, we basically this Sandy's would run Sunday night karaoke. So um, back when Sunday sessions used to happen a fair bit more, uh, we were down at Darling Co. And um, this is like to understand. Like Joe is obviously a fair few years younger. Um, so there was a like obviously part of the gang now, and everyone loves him. But there was a stage there where there was a little bit of. Why the fuck is this 18-year-old hanging out with us all the time? And it was in this stage where, like, we're we're going out with, like, a broader group of mates and, like, it grew into a lot of, um, I guess the the term TC could be thrown around. Um, Like, your Sam Clarks and Henry Devines of the world, for people who know. Um, And they were like... It's based on reaction. Not 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 really anyone does. (laughs) You have, no how, you have no idea how much that just meant to us in year 11 that yeah. no one knows who's they are. <laughs> uh, but so basically, these kind of cool guys, and we go to Sandy's, and um, and, the, and there's a bit of chirp about, you know, yeah, like Joe I'm, I'm being like young. a little kid. Like, like what's the point? fucking like love child of Harry Potter and Kevin Rudd doing here? Like, <laughs> da, 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 da. And they're kind of like going on. So then we pull in. <laughs> Sorry, Pip! Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jordan cop this shit. Ball in the face. Um, so then we basically... <laughs> um, so we're in Sandy's and a couple of these cool guys are like, oi, let's stitch up Joe. So they put him down. Um, they're like Joe in the like line to they do karaoke songs. And then they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. So then 15 minutes later we hear... Alright, and that's Sandy's karaoke and I hope everyone's having a fun time. Next up on the mic is a young man named Joe Dwyer singing... Jingle bells. <laughs> and it was April. <laughs> so, zero context for Couldn't this. even plead Christmas in July. No, literally. Well, that was my thing because I'm like, all right, June, Christmas in July, August, Christmas in July, you know, <laughs> November or January. They picked the best month ever, these guys, mm. to stitch me up. TCs and uh, smart ones. At that. So they, and but, but, in fairness to Joe, gets up and I've never seen a more spirited rendition of Jingle Bells. It was absolutely incredible. Um, do you want to give us a little... 
Yeah, a little bit, Henry. A little. <laughs> Who bit. wants a little jingle bells from? A uh, bit. All right, clap along in this time. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh over the hills we ride. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. And it wasn't the Aussie Jingle Bells with that weird lyric about <laughs> Uncle Bruce and his clothes. <laughs> Glad you could get that bit out after two years. Um, one, one last thing I will say as well. We were um, Menzies Street, which is just over there. Dear friends of ours, uh, Katie and Joy used to live there. And um, we were there one night. I believe it was Boxing Day. So actual Christmas. Um, and we were like hanging around and drinking games begin. And the night got a little rowdy. Um, and a friend of ours named Mike had, um, had basically drawn the short straw um, where he had to do a nudie run. Uh, so, and he's like, oh, no. It's a pretty short straw. <laughs> well, well, it was cold. So small. Um, but then, so essentially, so he, <laughs> in Boxing Day, freezing. Um, yeah. <laughs> famously like, cold time Christmas of year. It Christmas in July. Christmas in July. <laughs> what well, was that white Christmas we had two what? years ago? We don't talk about this enough. <laughs> no. Um, and we talk a lot. <laughs> and then, but then, so, Mike, like, and again, he he's one of the, he just wanted to, he didn't have to do it. I feel like if you get told to do a nude... Like, my former housemates would tell me to do a nudie run every time I lost pool or something like that. And I was just like, here's one for you. No. Um, Toby was like to me, Joe, drop your dax with no context. And I was like... <laughs> but that was just before because he couldn't afford a ticket. Um, <laughs> but we... Uh, but then we, so we basically like, we're like, you have to do it. And he goes, okay. He's naked within seconds. And we're like, oh shit, he's actually going to do it. The um, tearaway pants helped. <laughs> so he runs outside and we just, now you'd think doing a nudie run on Menzies Street, you'd maybe run towards like Cricket Street and the other suburbs. He bolts it for Petrie Terrace. He's zooming up the, like a one horse open sleigh. He's rushing up towards the, um, and he goes round the corner and we're like, dude, we didn't stipulate that it needed to be this far. And then he comes running back slightly faster than he'd run up, zooming down the street, and then a police car just follows him down. All of it. He runs into the house and crawls into, like, the bathtub, pulls the shower curtain. The cops come in, and I'm shitting you not, it was a genuine adult version of hide-and-seek where they just... We, they were like, where's the naked person? And we were like, oh, he left. And you're like, they're like, we saw him run in, and we're like, well, you know, like, he was, he didn't have the weight oh, of no. clothes, so he was able to get out of here real quick. And they were like... You're no, saying no, Bolt's secret. He wears <laughs> slightly less shorts than every other sprinter. And so then, essentially, so then they just, like, as cops... And also, like, if this is the speed at which police work is conducted, I have absolutely no confidence in the police, and for other reasons. Um, but... The, uh, one, the one thing we show, didn't want to touch tonight. show. Um, Dicks. And then, yeah, he just, like, goes through every single room systematically doing, like, a... <laughs> it was like that scene in Matilda where Miss Trunchbull's, like, walking around. I half expected a naked Mike to be like this, just under the kitchen table, just, like, holding himself up. eating just the mud cake of embarrassment, and you're like, Bruce, mate, no one told you to get naked while you ate it. That's fine. Um, well, oh. speaking of um, nudity, speaking of nudity, potentially it is time to dive into our final segment which, for the night, which does require a transition. Uh, which does require a transition. There we go. Does, does oh, I should. You do it. Does Petrie Terrace fuck? There you go. Um, we. It's worth noting we paid someone to do the graphic Chris, design what the fuck for this right? show. Is that Anne Hathaway, Chris? 
You have no idea how much we pay Chris to do our marketing. Chris, what is it about? Sometimes I transfer him the rent. <laughs> what is it about Italians and Anne Hathaway? Because I've always observed. <laughs> but Henry, it's the question that's been on everyone's lips all night. I can read you all like a fucking book. Mm. Um, does Petrie Terrace fuck? You go first. Uh, I'm going to say no. Controversial. Somewhat counterintuitively because I think the abundance of strip clubs gives it a very non-fucky vibe in a way. Because I don't think, like, if you're fucking, you probably don't go to strip clubs that much. Uh, Fair? I I wouldn't know either circumstance. So I'm the worst person you could have asked. This is true. But I guess, like, well, I guess maybe, but, like, I guess... In my mind, I'm like, there's a seediness to this place. That's very it's true. It's more I about catcalling and post-Broncos games, like grinding on the Caxton Street dance floor. Um, but that, but that's, but like the original concept of does this suburb fuck was drawing the distinction between does it fucking make love. Mm. And we've taken it. This place does not make love. No, no. uh, I don't even know if it fucks. I think it just like cat calls and the most it gets is a grind on the dance floor. But you know, (sighs) sorry. I was going to say, I hate to say this because our parents are here. There's a parents table. But there's a a third category that we've never talked about in relation to suburbs. It's Mm. not binary. Um, I think Petri Terrace wanks. I don't think they fuck, but this whole strip club sort of getting with a girl, but then they tell you no one wants you here, least of all the girl you're trying to get with, that's a go-home-and-wank energy for a suburb. And a go-home-and-wank story from Henry. Do you know what I would say? I, I, like, I think we, we probably forgot to speak about this earlier. The closest you'll get to a like sexual energy, lefties, I reckon, Agreed. across the road, because there's that, like... That Have you ever fucked in a saloon? That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get ready to what? What is the what is lefties? <laughs> who who thought? Well, the one thing Brisbane's missing a weird old west bar where an apple cocktail costs nineteen dollars and oh. it's the loudest. How about the fucking volume of lefties? It's the oh. loudest pub. The other thing about lefties is like they play like blues, which is already like a loud genre of music. That and then goes you throw for like fourteen live minutes. Blending of apples to make oh. the whiskey apple juice. So it's basically like. <laughs> And you're like, I can't hear fucking anything. Have you ever been to a pub, Henry, and gone, you know what? You know what really pisses me off tonight? The lack of, uh, uh, you know, all these pre-blended apples. That really fucks me at 1am. Is that the Daily Juice Company? Give me my fucking money back. It needs to come off a tree. (laughs) But you know who doesn't fuck? Well, he I can't, want to talk about lefties more. Well, he can't fuck. Well, I want to talk about lefties and we'll set it up, mate, because I'm good at transitions. You know who doesn't fuck because he can't? In his role. Oh. Murray Cook. Murray the Wiggle. From the Wiggles. Mm, so Wiggle. for those of you who don't know, which is I assume everyone, Henry and I were once at Lefties, which we're talking about right now, uh, and we saw playing a gig with a band that obviously wasn't the Wiggles. The uh, Soul Movers. The Soul Movers. Murray Cook, who I... You know how there's a feature on Facebook where you can star certain people's posts so they're always the first in your feed and you mm. get a notification? Yeah. I think drunk that night, I starred that from the Soul Movers. So I get Murray updates every day. The, I'm the, the number of times ask. you haven't liked unpacking Brisbane posts because yeah, if you, because you want to do that feature I'm too busy us. moving soul. <laughs> yeah, he definitely like Murray Wiggle was on stage and there was this vibe of like you could just I've never seen a like piece of news spread around a room more like visibly because yeah, it, you was and me both. it was basically <laughs> <laughs> it was basically 
That's fine. <laughs> um, so it's basically like um, he, where like you can see over time that people are learning that Murray Wiggle is in this band. It's like, is that, that's surely not Murray Wiggle. Just he Dude. looks then, um, like fucking horrible. He looks oh, yeah. Like, he looks like what happens if you play in a band. I know they're kids and there's probably not like heroin backstage, but like maybe. But he looks like what happens if you tour in a band for like the last 30 years. He looks like if you're life. living off hot potatoes and fruit salad for 30 years and then and pointing. Uh, and, and, you know, going. What, into, what does he do? He points his uh, wiggly fingers. fingers. Yeah, bloody. Yeah. Oh, I got Wiggly fingered last <laughs> Oh, get off stage. You all paid. <laughs> but essentially... Suckers. They, they, they like... He's on stage and, and he's doing his whole thing and the word spreads and he realises he's like, I do actually have to address this. Hey. So he's like, hey guys, Incredible. yeah, obviously I'm Murray Wiggle. A lot of you would have grown up with me. Very exciting to have you here. Um, uh, we're, you know, we're doing a few other songs tonight. So um, we'd love to... And maybe at the end we'll have a special treat. But right now we're with the Soul Movers, not the Wiggles. So we'd love to just get our songs out. And they just starts to do it. Couldn't have played a chord before. It's just like big red car, big red car, big red car. Big. The whole At- fucking lefties goes up, and eventually he just had to play fruit salad. <laughs> and and the rest of the members of the bed, there's just some guy with a double bass standing there fuming, just like inexplicably have trusted a fucking wiggle. <laughs> He's inexplicably wearing three fedoras, and the drummer has those <laughs> weird brush things. But I'm like, actually play the drums. Yeah, that no, was good. But that wasn't his last clanger that night. Because he made the rare mistake of uh, saying to our group of friends, hey, anyone's welcome to get up on stage and grab a mic. Forgetting that we weren't four years old, like his usual demographic. Yeah. So everyone was like, yeah, sure, I've had 90 apps. apples. And just like somersaulted so just- on. Caitlin's like going, hey, yeah, 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 doing her thing. He's trying to do like <laughs> the most simple childlike melody of toot, toot, chugga, chugga, big red. It's like, she doesn't need singing fuck. lessons though. No, it doesn't need singing lessons. But yeah, uh, Murray Wiggle. Oh, can I quickly put just something else Please. that happened that night at Lefties regarding Caitlin? We yeah. walk in. Who's um, our friend for those who don't know? So we walk in. You'd know her from the Echo episode. Um, but our we, guest. We our walk only in, female guest. And we walk into Lefties, and then we're there for a while. And um, Caitlin's dad, Mike, um, had been there at, a, at a, had been at a rugby game, and walks in, and we're like, "Oh my god, Caitlin's dad's here!" So we walk down, and he just turns around, and he goes, "Ha!" Huh, Ha! Looks at me and Joe and goes, The Party Boys! Which, which embarrassingly was a brief temptation of a title for the show of this podcast. Yeah, we nearly Unpacking called it The Party Brisbane Boys. with The Party Boys got a run in the writer's room for about five minutes. No one's ever called us that. He just kind of did it off the top of his head. But cool um, so, uh, Yeah, so I would say... Actually, no, we literally all we spoke about was The Wiggles, Dads, um, and Dirty Strip Park. Petrutera's does not fuck. No, and you heard it here first. Fantastic. Um, well, that's bang on 45. That's Harry. about bang. <laughs> that is bang on 45. That's uh, us. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for coming out and watching our first ever live thank show. Thank you. Uh, we'll call it there. Petrutera's doesn't fuck. We're selling shirts over there Buy if you shirt. want one. 25 bucks and they're comfortable ass. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you very guys. much. Have a good one. <laughs>